What's up, everybody, and welcome to all my newbies. This is Marnesia, the owner of Mini Voids Outreach and the host of this podcast, Mini Voids. Thanks for tuning in to the place where my words aim to uplift, motivate, and push you right where you are. Yes, even when you don't want to hear it. <laughs> so don't just listen with your ears, but listen with your heart. Because when I'm helping you, I'm helping me as well. Let's get to it. We've got work to do. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Today is Thursday. It is podcast day, as you all already know. Um, Today, I just want to come in really quick and talk to you all about your aching heart. Um, I have noticed that there are so many people um, dealing with heartache, going through breakups, and I know that they could be hard. It could be overwhelming. It could be frustrating sometimes. Well, most times. Um, depressing as well. So I just want to speak on this just a little bit, just touch on it, um, because I do too understand um, how one could be feeling. Um, I said maybe two weeks ago, I saw someone make a post, and the post said that now they see why people, um, I can't remember the words exactly, uh, word for word, what she stated, but it was something like now she kind of understand why people rather hold on because letting go hurts. And true enough, letting go does hurt. I can definitely relate to that. Letting go is not easy. Um, but I had to comment. And normally I don't too often just comment on people's posts. But I did share with her. I had to say, yes, letting go is hard. Um, it's very difficult. But holding on uh, costs you more. You know, you end up eventually losing yourself and holding on. Not just that. Letting go, that pain is only temporary until, you know, it stops hurting. But holding on, who's to say how long that pain will truly hurt you? Who's to say how consistent that pain will truly be? And not only having to deal with the consistency of being hurt, but you lose yourself. It costs you yourself because you then begin to force yourself to stay into something that you no longer no no longer serves you. Um, not only does it no longer serve you, but you have to deal with what comes, you know, in the midst of that situation, what this person is bringing to the table, how this person is treating you. And instead of letting go, because it's gonna force you to be out of your comfort zone, you rather hold on. And you causing yourself to, or forcing yourself to stay into something that you know you're mentally mentally no longer involved in, begins to um, turn into being miserable. You know, you become miserable not only become miserable, um, it can come with insecurities, it can come with um, regret, it can come with um, pain, of course we know, heartache, um, you feeling like you have to compete for somebody's attention or for somebody's love, and the list could just go on and on, but I just want to tell somebody that your aching heart is not permanent. It's not a permanent position. It's not a permanent situation. Um, it's only temporary. And 
I know a lot of people like to say time heal. I don't say time heal. To me, it's what you do in and with the time that produces healing. So with that being said, you have to know and understand the reason why you rather let go. And I've been through, you know, breakups before, because we all have. And during my time of letting go, something that keeps me on track is the thought of what I deserve, what I feel like I'm worth. Um, am I actually selling? Am I satisfied? Am I pleased with what I'm in? Um, is it taking more from me than it's bringing to the table? Um, are we reciprocating, you know, what we're putting out? So all of those thoughts kind of help me to not even count up. All of those thoughts are thoughts that help me to stay on track, are thoughts that help me to keep in the forefront of my mind that I deserve to be happy as well, that my happiness matters, that um, being miserable is not a place for me, uh, depression is not my portion, and things of that nature. So yes, I understand that your heart is aching. I know and I understand that it does not feel good in this moment. And you truly can't even seem to wrap your mind around how long it won't feel good or how long will you be in this process of trying to heal and trying to not fall back into that same place that you were in um, with that relationship. So I know sometimes uh, we as people, we get to thinking like, okay, I took a step out um, and I let go of the relationship. But how long is it going to take for me to feel like myself again? How long would this really hurt? You know, and so I know we get to feeling like that, but you have to understand that healing is a process. The same way there's a process um, that a person has to go through in order to reach a point of misery, a point of depression, a point of not being happy anymore and what they're in, all of that is a process. And those things, the, the what leads to a person feeling unhappy, um, being miserable, being depressed, all of those things like that, what leads to that is build up. You know, oftentimes we stay in things longer than we should be in them. And the crazy part about it is we know that the time has expired. We truly know, but we still hold on. And we hold on simply because we have hopes in our minds that this person can be who I see them as. This person can do and become what I see them as. You know, a lot of times we allow potential to lead us rather than accepting the reality of who a person is or what a situation is. So we don't even be in the relationship with the person. We're actually dating potential. We're dating our hopes that, and, and when we do that, we have to understand that there's no guarantee that that person, that person will ever even um, meet the potential that you have in your mind of concerning them. You know, yes, the potential is there. We all have potential. Everybody walking around has potential, but just because you see it does not mean that that person is going to tap into it. So that is something I had to learn. But, but understand that your aching heart is not a permanent position for you. 
um, it won't always hurt. It won't always feel as fresh as it feel right now. It won't always trigger you the way that it's triggered you right now. You won't always find, find yourself crying uh, when you get up in the morning, crying throughout the day, crying before you go to bed because you can't seem to shake this person. You won't always find yourself um, flooding and drowning in those tears. You won't always find yourself not being able to be around other couples because you begin to think about the relationship that you had to release. You won't always find yourself battling with that depression because the thoughts of what you had to uh, experience and endure are consistently making you feel as if you're tormented by what you've had to experience. You won't always find yourself in that position. So you have to, sometimes we have to play with our minds and you know, it's not playing in your mind in a playing with your mind in a way of lying to yourself, but you're simply playing with your mind in a way that allows you to become comfortable and uh, reassured with the fact that everything is going to be okay. So when those thoughts begin to rise, those thoughts of, you know, what was or what happened and, you know, all of those things like that, or you feeling weak and feeling like you have to reach out to him or her, you just have to say something to him or her, you have to be around him or her, you have to lay with him and her. So when those thoughts begin to rise, sometimes you have to play with your mind and get to telling yourself the opposite of what you're feeling. So if you're feeling like you have to, um, be around this person or you have to say something to this person, then you need to remind yourself why you don't need to be around this individual, why it's important that you don't say something to this individual in this phase of your life because, yes, true enough, it's possible for people to be friends once the relationship is over. But let's just be real. When that hurt is still fresh, there's no way to even be friends. And I don't know about you all, but uh, some people, you know, don't even want to be friends. But if you're someone that desires to still have, uh, see a friend or be a friend to somebody you once experienced, then I understand that. But you also have to understand that when that uh, breakup is fresh, it's hard to turn the relationship switch off and go to friends. Nine times out of 10, you all will still be acting as a couple and you won't have the title, okay? So always feed yourself the reality um, of the situation. Do not feed yourself um, with hopes. Hopes of this can get better. Hopes of maybe this will work out. Hopes of maybe he or she will change. Hopes of maybe this breakup is temporary. Hopes of things of that nature. You know, you always want to feed yourself the reality because when you begin to place expectations on a thing or a person, you open up the door for disappointment. Um, I like to think that um, the only time I need to have expectation is when it's concerning God, you know, things God has spoken or the promises of God and things like that, or even when you're going to 
church or you're um, getting ready to read your Bible, you know, whatever you're doing, praying, always have the spirit of expectation. Like you're expecting something to happen for you. You're believing God to do this and do this. You're believing God and trusting that God will keep his word. I feel like that's the only time because God cannot lie. God cannot fail you. God cannot um, disappoint you. God cannot uh, leave or forsake you. All of these things, you know, God is a God of his word. But when it comes down to people, even myself, I have the ability to let people down. I have the ability to break someone's heart, whether knowingly or unknowingly. We all have the ability to disappoint a person to let a person down, to hurt a person, um, to leave someone, to count someone out, all of these things. So you never want to approach a relationship or even after a breakup, you never want to place an expectation on that person, on their relationship. Because what happens is you open the door for disappointment. Even when the person has told you, like, I'm this person, I'm that, and this is how I roll, this is how I get down, blase, blase. If that person's words is not backed up by action, it's time for you to drop that expectation. Don't expect them to be something that they don't even have the ability to show you. Yes, it may have came out of their mouth, but clearly it was just talk. So um, I truly feel like uh, actions weigh way more than what your words weigh. You get what I'm saying? Because even a child can speak words and not even know what they're saying or not even um, know the power of what they're truly saying. So even a child can speak something and not mean it. They can repeat what a person say and have no clue what they're talking about. So even a child can speak words, but it really takes a person of integrity or a person to be who they say they are to actually bag it up by action. Even if the person decides to falsely bag some things up for a while, you have to know and understand that that um, pretend person that they're giving you, that, that who they're portraying to be, it expires because eventually the real them has to show up. So I understand that your heart is aching. I understand that it's difficult and it's hard uh, to let go. You just can't seem to wrap your mind around why this didn't work, why that didn't work. First thing I want to tell you is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Because when something is over, not only do we deal with the fact that the relationship has ended and we're hurt by whatever may have happened in a relationship, but we also tend to deal with the fact that oh, I feel stupid now. Like, I feel really dumb. Like, I really let this and that happen. Or I did this and that for that person. I just want to tell somebody to forgive yourself. That's the first step to take. It's forgiving you. If we want to address your aching heart, you got to forgive you. You got to forgive you. So, okay, forgiving you, once you've forgiven yourself, then you're able to process the situation a little better. And when you're unwrapping whatever it is that you have experienced, encountered, um, 
how you may be feeling within. Also, I also learned that, um, you know, a lot of times we always want to think about what this person did, what that person did, like what they said, what they did to us. I want to also inform you that there's a greater picture. You know, yes, they may have crossed you. They may have cheated. They may have lied. They may have stabbed you in the back. They may have um, used you, abused you, or whatever the case may be. But there's a greater picture. And that is simply asking yourself, what can I gain from this situation? Exactly what can I take from this experience um, that will be beneficial to me, my life, uh, a lot of times we fail to um, realize and we tend to overlook the fact that everything truly does work for our good. So even the um, breakups and the um, friendships, even if you have a friendship that ends, you know, your heart can ache from that. So even the friendships and things like that, that fail, we can learn something from it. We can gain something from it. Um, and we can also begin to see ourselves through what we experience. So know your relationship was not just a relationship. That relationship has the ability to reveal some things to you that you may have never known about yourself. Um, you don't encounter people uh, by mistake or on accident. Um, everything, truly everything works for our good. It's all about what you're willing to use and what you're willing to take from what you experience and what you go through. So that failed relationship, don't just think about the pain that it's caused you. Don't just waddle in your hurt. Don't just waddle in your tears. Don't just point fingers. Uh, she did this and he did that to me, but begin to digest those situations, begin to digest that treatment that you received and ask yourself, how can this benefit me? Not only just ask yourself, but God, what are you needing me to learn from this situation? Is there something you're trying to show me? If you're trying to show me something, God, please bring it to the forefront of my mind so that I may be able to recognize what it is that you wanted me to see, what it is that you wanted me to learn or gain. Because oftentimes, um, we also meet people for our own benefit. Because God be trying to show us ourselves too. You know, we're not just meeting people that's all bad. You know, it's possible to meet good people, but they just not be good for you. But guess what? You get to see yourself in that situation. You get to see things that you needed to change and you would have never noticed or known unless you met that person. So ask yourself, what can I gain from this experience? What can I gain from this failed friendship? How could this thing benefit me? How can I um, allow my pain to produce um, progress or to produce uh, elevation or to produce uh, strength or to produce peace, to produce um, security? You know, whatever it is you stand in need of, start examining your situation. Example. You can be with somebody and have trust issues. 
So if you're with a person, you have trust issues, the relationship begins to um, go down the hill. And then all of a sudden, of course, the relationship ends, the relationship fails. Let's say it's on your end because you had those trust issues. You can begin to look back at that relationship and that a person and see. And sometimes what caused you to carry what you like, say, for instance, you had a, a trust issues in a previous relationship. Sometimes when it begins to happen in that new relationship, it's because there was a trigger point. Something triggered you and reminded you of what somebody once did to you. Something triggered you and remind you of what caused you to no longer trust in the first place. There are trigger points that we begin to and we tend to ignore because we're no longer dealing with that somebody or because we're no longer in that specific situation. But you have to know and understand that that trigger point itself has to be addressed. No matter how many people you get, no matter how many new partners you get, no matter how many new friends you get, that trigger point will still be there. It's just that you swept it under the rug. So don't just think about the pain that you experience, but begin to process what there is for you to gain and what there is for you to benefit from. What do I need to be learning about myself? What is it that I need to see about me that I need to fix to become a better version of me? So your aching heart, I just want to tell somebody that your aching heart is not by accident. Your aching heart still has the ability to work for your good. If you allow it to. Don't sit there and waddle in your pain. Of course, it's okay to hurt. It's okay to cry. But don't stay there. Begin to remind yourself that I'm going to have to get back up. I'm going to have to get back up. So cry as many tears as you need to cry. And whatever you need to do, lay down in a bed. You know how sometimes relationships end and we no longer want to do things that we normally did which is definitely a sign of depression. So lay down your few days, cry your tears if you need to cry them, but I need you to know that you have to get back up. Your aching heart is not by accident. Your aching heart, even, yes, even your aching heart serves a purpose. There's purpose in your pain. There's purpose in your heartache. There's purpose in your disappointment. There's purpose in your depression. There's purpose in your aching heart. The Bible says that all things work for our good. Not some things, not maybe this will work, not this will work if... No, all things work for your good. So once again, if you have not heard anything that I've said, I just want to tell somebody that your aching heart has the ability to benefit you because it is working for your good. Do not allow yourself to waddle in that situation, to waddle in their pain. 
to water in their heartache. Get back up. I know it hurt. I understand. But you, you have to get back up. You have things to do. God has uh, greater things for you. God has a lot in store for you. God has um, the ability not only to meet your needs, but he has the ability to even give you your heart's desire. So know that that uh, that aching heart of yours is working for your good. Allow it to work. Don't just dwell on the pain. Don't just think about the pain or what you're feeling right now. Don't just think about how hard it is to um, let go of that situation and let go of that person. But start to think about how can I make this thing work for me? How can I let this pain work for me? How can I let this heartache benefit me to become a better version of yourself? And until next week, guys, bye-bye. Love you all.